Welcome to Liberty in America, Past, Present, and Future with Dr. Bill Joby. Doc is a historian and a reenactor. On this show, you'll hear his thoughts about our personal liberties from their earliest recorded beginnings. You'll also be transported back to the 1750s to relive the life of Colonel George Washington and his adventures during the French and Indian War. Let's get started. Here's Dr. Bill Choby. Hello again, Dr. Bill Choby. Well, liberty in America, past, present, and future. This, this is going to be episode 11 of Liberty Lights. Um, in the series of podcasts, I've been trying to convey the message that our liberties were that are uh, found in the Bill of Rights and our Constitution developed as a result of atrocities that our forefathers engaged in uh, with uh, or felt um, by the hand of the British. And that uh, by trying to explain just why we have these rights, I've tried to show that this is what it is to be an American. Now, the backdrop of all of this and all the back material can be found in my book, Liberty in America, Past, Present, and Future. It's available at uh, various bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and also online at Ewing Publishing, E-W-I-N-G-S, publishing.com, where you can purchase it directly. Uh, my book is also softback, hardback, and it's available in an audio file. Just go to my website, drbillchobybooks.com, D-R-B-I-L-L-C-H-O-B-Y, books, B-O-O-K-S.com. And you can find out all the information about ordering it. I've been a little reluctant to come back to do this podcast today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because of all the things that have been happening in the world and what's been happening in our country, it's pretty clear to most people that President Biden is not calling the shots. So who is? Well, if we look at the administrative state, a lot of the people in there are carryovers from Obama. Just as I mentioned on a previous podcast, I believe it was on Jim Crow 2.0, that the one thing that these prosecutors have in common, with the exception of uh, Smith, Three of the, the three of the four prosecutions against Mr. Trump are being pursued by black people. And we know that the allegations are silly. This is what Jim Crow's all about. Only this is in reverse. But they all have a common link, and that is Barack Obama. If we look at the judge in the January sixth case an appointee by Obama. She has said publicly and from the bench that Mr. Trump should be in jail. And yet she's allowed to continue with this fake trial, this kangaroo court. So, what is it about Obama that keeps him in charge or involved here at so many levels? 
bureaucracy is loaded with Obama people, and they all have the same thing in mind. If we look at what happened after Biden took office and all the executive orders that he issued to reverse those of President Trump, then you can see the agenda of Obama. The whole goal here is to subdue America by weakening her from within with things such as mass migration, the open borders, that is, COVID, mandatory uh, government shutdowns of churches and places where people who can think more clearly could meet. But yet you're able to go and protest in the street with Black Lives Matter. That was okay. But if you went to church, God forbid, you could be arrested. Even to a point where the FBI has infiltrated the Catholic Church I don't know what they're looking for. I would hope they would go there to worship. But obviously, who would order them to do that? What's the point? We've seen what the the FBI has done to different people who disagreed with the Obama philosophy that now Biden is involved with. And they're marked. Now, the latest thing is that the MAGA, the extreme MAGA, as Biden calls majority of Americans. That extreme MAGA is going to be investigated by the FBI, probably me. You know, years ago, whenever we I was running for Congress and a package appeared that was unmarked, didn't have a postal stamp on it, but yet it was delivered by my mailman. Um, we thought it was a bomb. And they sent a bomb squad out from Harrisburg to Johnstown, where I was. And they detonated. Of course, it wasn't a bomb. It was a porno doll. But the thing of it is, when you ever have to to deal with the reality of somebody doing something that devious, strictly because they're protecting power when they just plainly hate you, you have to wonder what motivates these people and why. I think that this move with Obama should have been stopped in its tracks back in, what, 2004, when he started to rise to national prominence. There should have been a proper vetting of this guy, and there never was. Recent reports show that he routinely hung out at gay bars, that he had gay lovers. His autobiographer said that he would fantasize about having sex with men. One of his gay lovers finally spoke out and said, On many occasions, he would share cocaine with Obama and then perform fellatio on him. Why do we know about this 20 years ago? There's also stories that are, you know, from the the Chicago, you know, the Chicago way is that, you know, powerful people get their way. But the gay bar that Obama used to hang out with, they had a regular regular crowd and uh, a number of those regulars were murdered and no one was ever arrested for it and Obama actually was a suspect but he was never arrested or investigated this is what we're dealing with the press the free press that's supposed to be the protector of the public is operating in tandem 
with the Obama agenda. And of course, anybody that objected to things such as Obama's birthday were considered to be crazy. They'd shout you down. Anybody that objected to how Obama got his social security number from a man who lived in Connecticut but died in Hawaii, they say you're a kook, you're a tinfoil-wearing kook. Anybody that says that he was born in Africa instead of the United States, once again, they just shout you down and say you're crazy. These are things that should have been taken seriously, and they were not. Because a native-born, only a naturalized or natural-born American can ever be president. Was disqualified from the beginning, and that should have been investigated. It never was. Instead, the mainstream media just sort of shouted everybody down, called everybody crazy, and they allowed this this sneak to get into office. We don't know the whole story about his background. I've seen videos of him talking about how the only way the global order can come to be is that the suppression or the removal of individual rights. And we know what he said about Western Pennsylvania, people here clinging to their Bibles and their guns. Isn't that interesting? That's the very basis of the, of the Bill of Rights, First and Second Amendment that he was targeting. Why does he hate it so much? It's because he's part of the agenda. The agenda that taught him all these things in the dreams of his father. It was his real father. His real name was Barry Soweto, not Barack Hussein Obama. He's a Muslim. He denies it, but he was. He was raised in that, that environment. And Muslims will lie to you because they're the infidels aren't entitled to truth. So it's okay to defeat them by lying to them. And Barack Obama was a liar with yeah, you like your doctor, you can keep them. You like your health care, you can keep them. That's a big lie. Isn't it amazing just how lying to the American public has become so commonplace that the media doesn't even do anything about it? The purveyors of truth, you know, the coveted uh, free press, the thing that, that's the only business that's protected by the U.S. Constitution specifically. Why would he go and address that? What's he afraid of? It's often said that the Bible Belt is the safety belt for America. And what that really means is that people who have faith in God, people who are believers of the Bible, whether it be different denominational variations of that, essentially it's just the God of Abraham, Jacob, Moses, the same God. They have different approaches to it, and uh, it's up to them to discover whether that's the right one. The people of faith, they know that you know the admonishment of Jesus was given to Caesar what Caesar's and the gods what's God's. But given to Caesar means you vote. You should participate in your government. Romans thirteen talks about this. There's nothing ungodly about opposing tyrants. There's nothing ungodly about well, protesting or, or even taking up arms against those who 
create their own laws in defiance of laws of God about stealing, killing, that sort of thing. We all know that's wrong. People die over that stuff. I mean, in, in defense of, of people who are trying to do that to them. So why? How did this happen? I'm sad to say that Christians let it happen. Jewish people let it happen. People that are indifferent, the independents who don't really care, they just don't want to be bothered about politicians. I've seen some studies which show that almost half of the people who profess to believe in God don't vote. So how can we expect our federal government, state governments, or local governments to do the right thing when the people don't do the right thing by voting? I mean, voting for people of principle like themselves. If you have any respect at all for the Ten Commandments, and you see what's going on across this country, no cash bail, people on the street committing crime again. That could have been prevented if good people went out and voted, or people that say they're good, I should say. If there's an ounce of spine, moral spine, in the great unwashed peoples of, who enjoy the freedom that we have, this one, one morsel of, of steel, thou shalt not kill. That alone should be reasons for anyone who believes in that. Thou shalt not murder, really what it means. If anyone actually believes in that, it's being morally wrong and probably the highest level of wrong that, that humans can commit to one another. That person who believes in that and sits on their butt or votes for liberals who are allowing this carnage to go on, they're the problem. They're the problem. And you try to talk to them a little bit. They don't have any decent arguments. They just, oh, you're crazy. You're one of those uh, Trumpers or magas, and you're nuts. And you're going to try to take the government over. And all the usual lies that they spit out. That should not defer anybody who has an ounce of moral steel in their spine to go out and vote against those people who are supporting those policies. At the root of that, let's just stay on the kill side, the murder side. 70 million babies murdered by abortion. And yet there are women out there. There are people of supposedly a faith. People who are supposedly Christian say that it's okay because a woman's right is more important than the life of an innocent, unborn American well, I don't know, I wouldn't want to stand in front of the Creator and try to justify that one. It's killing, it's murder. But yet, we see Americans voting for people who support the murder of unborn Americans. John Fetterman, Pennsylvania, that's how he won. Abortion. For the life of me, I can't understand why women are so stupid, particularly black women, to be so stupid to kill all their babies. That's insane. Who does that stuff? 
You have to be totally stupid, totally nuts. Have no feeling at all. The life that comes out of you. Yet in New York City, more black babies are murdered by abortion than are born. They're a diminishing minority because of abortion. But worse yet, where's the heart? Where's the heart of motherhood? You know, when I was growing up and going to school a long time ago, women were different. They were different. They didn't want to be like men. They wanted to be like women. And they were attractive for that. Whenever I moved up to my professional training, the only thing I saw at that point was professional women. I couldn't figure them out. They were not the motherly types. It took me a long time to figure that one out. And I dated a lot of them. I thought they were attractive women. But they weren't the motherly type. They were competitors of other members of the profession. So if women don't want to be motherly types and have babies, who's going to make them? Who's going to have babies? Who's going to replace us? Illegal immigrants? Well, that's the Biden plan, you know. I should say the Obama plan. Obama is the main director, the main character behind these decisions that are destroying our country. Giving money to Iran. And then today, Joe Biden said, there's no connection between Iran and the Gaza massacre. And yet it's clear as day that it is. Why are they hiding? Why are they protecting some a nation? Excuse me. Who threatened to destroy us? A nation who can who has the potential of creating a atom bomb, a nuclear weapon that they wouldn't hesitate to use. Why would Biden or Obama be nice to them? Unless there's something else going on. And that something else going on is part of this whole movement across the world to get behind climate change. You know, there's, uh, I believe it's in uh, Amsterdam, um, Ireland, where farmers are told to butcher their livestock because those critters are emitting too much flatulence that's destroying the environment. I say the truth with this. Look it up. How nuts is that? To them, the climate, the earth is God. But it's a means for them to become all-powerful. Because climate affects everybody, right? And you have these kids running around thinking the world's going to die in 10 years. We're all going to, won't be able to breathe or won't something. It's just totally nuts. And these these kids don't want to have families. Who's going to replace the population? Who's going to be paying into Social Security when you come to collect your dimes? Because you know that the Social Security trust fund's empty. Somebody's got to pay into that every day. That's how you get Social Security payments. And if we have fewer and fewer people paying into it, there's going to be less money available 
and particularly if they start giving it to illegals. Why shouldn't we be a growing country? We have the room for it. Why are we letting people come in to do what a lot of Americans could do? It's because it's part of the plan. Part of the plan is to overwhelm the government, overwhelm the services, spend ourselves to an oblivion. $33 trillion worth of debt. When I started on this course, it was $4 trillion. We were complaining about it then, back in the 90s. 33 this is almost $30 trillion more than when I ran for office. It's, who's going to pay that back? You have to have a growing population to pay that stuff off. There's no other way to do it except to devaluate to the dollar, to sort of dump it. Every man for himself, every woman for themselves, money's worthless. Why is this happening? Barack Obama. What's the push about getting rid of fossil fuels? What Biden did, he closed down a Keystone Pipeline. He's been playing games with new leases. What's his problem with fossil fuels? Well, he says it's going to hurt the climate. That's a bunch of garbage. We know that the, the Chinese are cranking out more pollution than probably most of Western Europe and the United States. Nobody says anything to them. Why does Joe Biden hell-bent getting rid of uh, natural gas appliances in your home? Because through electrification, they throw a switch and everybody's off. That's why it's another matter of control. There's no reason for us to, not to be drilling oil and gas. There's no reason for it. The climate is fine. It's survived since the beginning of time with volcanoes that, that caused havoc all over the earth. In fact, the one I believe was in the 1830s or something. A volcano erupted in the uh, Indonesia somewhere and spewed up all the ashes into the higher atmosphere. And in New England, they called that the summer, the, the year without a summer, because it snowed in August. They killed off all the uh, all the grapevines, which they relied upon for wine and things like that. So they started growing hops and started creating beer. That's why beer is so famous in the Northeast, particularly like in Boston, <clears throat> because of that natural disaster from the other side of the world. So what is the problem? Well, it's all a hoax. Remember when Obama said that the water was going to rise and Manhattan would be flooded because the glaciers are melting? Let me ask you something. If you ever put get a glass of iced tea or ice water and you put ice cubes in it and they're floating on the top and then you don't set it aside and don't drink it, when there are all the ice cubes melted, is the, is the water more full than it was before? No, it's the same. That's the same thing with icebergs. The same story with the polar bears. There's more now than there ever was. Well, who's pushing all these crazy ideas about how we're all going to die because the climate's you know, going to destroy us? And That's Obama and company. This is the goal. This is the goal. No, no two ways about it. If you look at this long enough as I have, you realize that this is about undermining, deconstructing the American Republic and substituting with a, with a totalitarian government that you do what we, 
we say, or else. And we'll start carting people away who don't agree with the agenda. And then media sits by and they lap it up and say, look at those crazy Republicans. Look at those crazy MAGAs. It was often said in Germany, whenever a lot of these problems started before World War II, they would say, well, why didn't the church speak up? Why didn't the Lutheran church speak up that this was going on with the Holocaust? Why didn't this other group speak up? And in the end, there wasn't anybody to speak up because they tolerated it. And that's what's happening to America. We tolerate it. We're looking at our cell phones and on the internet and watching movies and Netflix, all these stupid things that the Romans leaders would say before the fall of Rome is give them bread and circus. In other words, give them food and entertainment. That's what our government's doing. Giving you food. Pushing the entertainment. Over half the people who profess to believe in God did not vote. Or do not vote. Maybe not even be registered. Meanwhile, Democrats are trying to have illegals vote. They're trying to find ways to get them to be able to vote. Well, in Pennsylvania, the governor unilaterally, a Democrat no less, unilaterally decided that if, when you get a driver's license, you automatically register to vote. Well, gee whiz, I wonder how they're going to decide which party they're going to belong to. Particularly if it's coming out of a DMV that's being run by Democrats. You can only imagine how many more new Democrats will suddenly appear next year. Because you get a driver's license, and then illegals can get a driver's license. You have to get their picture taken. But yet to vote, they don't have to show who they are, voter ID. But he just gave it to them. That's happening across the country. To get illegals to fill the void for Democrats who may have a bit of steel left in their spine, who are leaving the party. Their numbers are dropping. Or for, say, the, the minorities, the black Americans, whose numbers are they're a shrinking minority because they killed all their babies with abortion. So that's how we're supposed to have an election with people who are not qualified. We elected a, a president at one time, Obama, was never properly vetted for very important things such as citizenship. Where was he born? Even the birth certificate thing has been, again, I've seen it. This thing's a, it's a fake. This has all been put forth to protect the guy whose plan was to deconstruct the American Republic. That's what they're doing. Well, so much for my ranting and raving. If you want to see where a lot of it this is coming from, again, I recommend you take a look at my book, Dr. Bill Chobie, books.com. It's Liberty in America, Past, Present, and Future. I lay the foundations for the rule of law on liberty. And uh, you can sort of bone up on some of the American history while you're at it. It's available in hardback, soft uh, cover, and audio. DrBillChobieBooks.com and Ewing Publishing. You can go there too. EwingPublishing.com. Get it there. My final word, final message to you tonight is that think seriously about why you ever vote for a Democrat. 
They became powerful for 40 years until Newt Gingrich came along in the 1990s and broke the 40-year grip of the Democrat Party majority. They've been hell-bent on total and permanent power for the past 50 or more years, probably the past 100 years. There's only one way to stop them, and that is to boycott all Democrats at all levels. Just, just say no to Democrats. So all the people out there that you know who don't vote, if they start asking about whether this guy's good or that guy's good, just tell them, look, all Democrats are bad. They'll probably look at you strange and say, do you like the way our country's run today? you feel better today than you did four years ago? Run by Democrats. All Democrats are. They talk about democracy. We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Boycott all Democrats at all levels. Let's see some of that moral fiber come out. Instead of sitting around saying, well, it's just never going to happen to me. All right, enough of my ranting and raving here. I do appreciate the time you take to listen to some of these things. Um, I take this stuff seriously. And it's just become a part of my life because I'm so frustrated by it what I see happening when I've personally experienced trying to turn lemons into lemonade on a regular basis as I watch the deconstruction of the American Republic. Signing off for now, uh, we're going to have um, more podcasts in the future trying to stay on the same line of demonstrating how liberty is, is uh, threatened and what we can do to salvage the great American Constitution. Signing off.